0: welcome somebody to your left and to your right and I want you to just say, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Men find final a wonderful lady and say, Happy Mother's Day. so many amazing beautiful faces in the house. Like Junior said he said, Tell you better start preparing him for marriage. Amen. Oh glory and all praise to God. Before anything I just want us to give honor to whom honor is due. I will oversee our overseer, our father in the Lord, Reverend George is in the house. Amen. Amen. to make it abundantly clear that without our mother and our father this would not be possible our existence as in our existence what they call total intimacy would not be possible they have been our foundation since our inception in july 2019 and we just give glory to god for their lives amen thank you jesus so as we know today is a very 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 special day when we kicked off the day, we usually start at 3 o'clock. And normally I would walk into the building and there will be all of our lovely women in the ministry in the house. But we men, hallelujah. Somebody say men. men. Say, say men. men. And men decided that today is the women's day off because it's Mother's Day. Amen. So let's just give the men a round of applause. Amen. Amen. I have the men done a wonderful job. Everything is alive and kicking. You know, usually when women leave their child with... <laughs> the husband when they're traveling or something's happening their heart is beating because they don't know whether the child will be hanging from the ceiling or something of that nature so we thank god for the men in the house amen we are living in a time where the woman's identity is under attack we live in an age where there is what they call gender dysphoria people don't know whether they're a man or whether they're a woman the definition of what a woman is, is suddenly blurry. I was watching a video today and the video, the man asked the woman, so what is a woman? Mm. Well, it's whatever. whoever wants to be a woman. Mm. The man said, so can I be a woman? And the woman said, yeah, if you feel that, you know, you're all, I just looked and I was shocked. And so the identity of the woman is under attack because women are becoming more manlike. men are becoming more womenlike. now you see a man today like this and it's his identity we live in a time where men are competing in women's sports women are competing in men's sports there was a man that just to prove that everything was ridiculous he broke the weight lifting record for women just to prove a point that listen this is becoming a whole load of nonsense the enemy wants to redefine what a woman is it wants to change the definition of what god originally intended from the beginning of time but what the enemy does not understand is that heaven and earth will pass away but the word of the lord will never pass away God's word concerning man, woman, our identity is established. And notice that everything that God wants to do and God's original intention, the enemy has tried to find a way to curb us away from God's ideology. So now we don't see people getting married. What we see is people cohabiting. You get all the benefits of marriage, but you don't have to marry. Meaning what? You can exit if you feel a bit of There was a time in this country (laughs) that they said, last, last, until you die in that marriage, you stay. Mm. That was the law of the land. The legislation that governed marriage was one in which it was not easy to just separate. So the enemy has constantly been attacking the home. And we have so many beautiful and wonderful women in this house, so I want you to say to the person to your left or to your right, it is a blessing to be a woman.
1: A say it with conviction, it is a
0: blessing to be a woman. I a Women, I want you to understand that you are blessed. You are blessed and highly favored. Because I know as a man what I've fallen victim to by the hands of a woman. And I know that there are men in this room also mm. where you ask them, but bro, how? Mm. They said, oh, I don't know. One of the greatest gifts a woman can give In this world Is the gift of a child Because the Bible says that a child is a gift from God In Psalm 127.3 it says A child is a gift from God Women are the bearers of that gift They are the ones that Carry that gift So any woman Not any, every woman that Any is the work of the enemy Every woman has the capacity to give one of the greatest gifts that God has given mankind, and so I want us to open our Bibles very quickly to Genesis twenty, <laughs> and we're going to understand for a moment just the purpose of what a woman is. The Bible says that and Adam gave names to all the cattle and all the fowl of the air and of and to every beast of the field but for Adam there was not found and help made for him somebody say poor Adam. poor Adam Adam was in a position whereby God had given him his assignment his purpose I want you to understand something that God had created the heavens and the earth he had completed the seven day cycle and he said that everything was good the first thing that we discover that was not good in scripture was that man should not be alone. Beyonce said, Oh my single ladies, oh my single ladies, bind that single lady destiny in the name of Jesus. Because the Lord has said it is not good that man should be alone. Man that is going to man fro, to him and fro, seeking whom he may devour, that's not the will of God for your life. The Bible says in verse 21, And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And so woman came out of man. The Bible says that God was the first to conduct a surgery on humankind. And he pulled out the woman from man. And they call her woman, why? Because she came from man. There's one analogy or one picture where it says that the woman didn't come from his foot or his knee, but she came from his rib. Meaning that men and women, they're supposed to be side by side. It's important for us to understand That the purpose of a woman that God has established in scripture is to be the helpmate, Mm. is to be the one who propels and pushes vision, purpose, and that which God has instructed the man to do. You know, one beautiful thing about the ministry is that we have a lot of wonderful women in the house. Hallelujah. And you know, when you work with Tim and Daniel, in fact, Scraptim and Daniel, the men of this house, yes. we are very logical, mm, and we are very direct, right. and we are very television. Right. And you know the beauty of a woman. <laughs> the woman is able to allow you to consider all the emotional consequences for your actions. Right. So I'll sit there and I will say, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. Then if I will say, um, I don't think you should do that. I say why this is the most productive efficient way to do, 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 do. you're not thinking about the physical emotional spiritual consequences of those actions that you're taking a woman has the ability to have sight She has the ability to see ahead. Men are very, very tunnel vision and focused. But a woman is, you know women, when they speak, I don't know if any man here has spoken to a woman. When she wants to tell you about her day, if you ask a man, how was your day? The man will say, it was good. Amen? That's the beginning, middle and end. It was good. When you ask a woman, how was your day? And you open the floor, how was your day? Oh my God. You know what they say, dry bones shall rise. The Bible says, and Lazarus rose from the dead. Listen, you have awakened something, my day. So basically, I woke up this morning, and when I woke up, I looked up to the ceiling. It was so funny because the ceiling was black, and I was like, oh my God, didn't I leave the light on before I went to bed? So then I got out of bed, and when I rolled over, you won't believe what happened. What happened? Oh my God, I burnt my knee on my chest to draw. But anyway, I was looking to the bathroom, and then I- The woman will rule off every aspect and every element of her day, the details, the finer details, the fine print. That's why usually, when I need something done and I need it to be done meticulously, I'll give it to Ife, read the paperwork. She will read every every sentence of work. I will tell me, oh yeah, no, there's a bracket on line seven. And I'll be like, why, why do you even know that? <laughs> When you give a woman a seed, she will give you a baby. When you give the woman a house, she will make it a home. And when you give her raw food, she will make you the most exquisite meal that you'll ever come across. I'm at my sister's house sometimes. When I'm there, I'm hungry. And I'll open the fridge, boom. Mm, nothing there. Shut the fridge. I go back to the fridge. Mm, shut the door. There's nothing there. Ah, Abby, there's no food to eat at home. No, 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 there's food. I'm like, what do you mean? Abby, the fridge is empty. There's no food. And it's as if the same way the Spirit of the Lord hovered over the face of the deep. And then began to say, let there be. Right, Abby would just open the fridge, bam, uh-huh. take chicken all these things that, to the man's vision and eyes, was invisible, she'll now cook up a stone, she say, brother, wah, wah, come on yeah! eat. Yeah! I will say, wow, women are able to make something out of literally nothing. It was myself and Daniel in that house alone. One phone call, Chinese, hello, king bone fried rice, extra hot. Immediately, why? Because women are able to conjure up and cultivate raw things. We have to value and appreciate the power that God has given the woman. Women have the capacity to nurture. They have the capacity to love in a way in which a woman... You know, I always say this. I've got a dog. I'm an animal lover. Lies. I'm not an animal lover. I love my dog. If I see another dog on the street, I will not go and say, oh my God, this dog is so lovely. Why? Because it's not my dog. Mm-hmm. My mom, she's also an animal lover. But any dog on the street, oh my God, Tim, look at this dog. She'll send me pictures of other people's dogs. I'm like, mom, I have no business with this dog. This is not The same way you will find all babies to women are cute. Okay, no, hallelujah, amen. God is doing a work in all babies in Jesus' name. Oh my God, he's so cute. Oh my God, he's so cute. Mm -hmm. A man will say, Oh, that's not my baby. Oh, but yeah, nice kid, though. Because intrinsically, God has placed something in a woman that she naturally is nurturing, loving, has a, a natural capacity to tend to certain things in a certain way. So, men, I want us to understand tonight that women are very, very powerful. Because we know that when a man falls in love with a woman like Samson fell in love with Mm. Delilah, Mm. amen. It led a very, very powerful man Mm. down a very, very destructive path. Mm. The strongest of men Mm. can be defeated Mm. by the softest of women. Mm. Women, and this is why, you know, we men that know ourselves... And we look at the generation of women today where some of them are blessed and highly favored amen, amen. we just look and we say if only you knew your power as a woman right. Yeah. Right. our mothers knew their power as a woman We we'll speak about our mothers for a second ah! Ah! because our mothers will come and ah they'll come bring their husband the food ah, daddy here's your food now ah both son, to wash your hands <laughs> rub stomach, bam! <laughs> then she'll say, ah, oh, daddy, eh, any more? Just for my hair, for my makeup, the man is willing! Mm. In today's age, women are singing the shoes on oh, my feet, I got it, the car on oh, my feet, I bought it, oh shit! Your mother didn't need to buy it. Somebody <laughs> went to got buy it for her. <laughs> Somebody went to go buy it for her. <laughs> because she understood her capacity and her strength as a woman samson was one of the strongest men in the bible and the men around samson the philistines knew that this man is so strong that the only way to take him down is through a woman So it is important that women, I want you to understand today that you need to understand your power. But don't just understand it for the will of your own agendas. Mm -hmm. Understand it for the purpose and for the will of God. They speak in the modern age about how the Bible and Christianity is a patriarchal book. And women were oppressed and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. But I want to make something clear that God had an intention. Women are very, very powerful, and in Scripture, we see women operate in many capacities. We have Miriam, who was the first female prophetess in the history of Christianity. Don't let them lie to you and tell you that women can't be prophets. Yeah. Don't let them lie to you and make them believe that the Lord of Almighty will not speak for a woman. Because he said that in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all yeah. flesh. He did not pick a gender. He did not pick male or female. He said all flesh. He said man and mankind, human beings will receive by spirit and they will speak by word. And so I want you to understand that in the offices that God has in the fivefold ministry, you have a place there. The Bible says Deborah was also a prophetess, but she was also a judge. She was also a woman who operated in a position of high ranking. A woman who was powerful, a woman who was strong. So I want you women to also understand that you have a place in the seat in which they call high places. You have a place in which you are empowered to make decisions. This phrase of she's just being a woman, may we bind it in Jesus' name because you need to understand in you just being a woman is the source of your strength and so your capacity to reason a certain way your capacity to view things a certain way is out of the abundance of what God has blessed you with Queen Esther was regarded as the Israeli liberator A whole generation of Israelites were saved out of the abundance of Esther being able to present herself before the king and find favor in the sight of the king. If I went before the king, it's as if Israel would not be here again. It's the truth. The Bible repeatedly said, and Esther was beautiful. Listen. There's something me and my boys say, beauty is a currency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is a currency. Mm-hmm. And beauty can get you a long, long way. When the king was there in his palace, mm-hmm. you know there's when something is beautiful, does it not change your mood? It does. Oh. If you have a beautiful car and you see your car, doesn't it make you smile and you say, That's Oh, fair. this is the car I picked? So imagine Esther presenting herself before the king. Hair down, nails down, everything did, And she goes before the king and she says, king. And he says, ah, Esther. He's mm-hmm. looking encouraging. You know? <laughs> he's seeing the beauty of Esther, whatever he's feeling. He's allayed those feelings because Esther is before him. And then he says, oh, Esther, please make your request no that is powerful power. to be able to go before the king knowing full well that people who go before the king when the king has not summoned them mm. the consequence is death mm. Lydia in scripture was a successful businesswoman phoebe was a helper and a deaconess priscilla was also a very very powerful businesswoman so i want you to understand something very very quickly this evening Women are powerful, and they have a relevant place in society. Women, and I'm not even going to call this relegation, because there's also a concept that women who are domestic and keep the home are being relegated to a lower status or a lower place. Do you not know that the home is the hub for society? That the success of society is dependent on the success of the home. They say that it is a community that raises a village. that raises a village that raises a child. Yeah. That means that every home in the community, in the village, has had to come together in agreement in one mind to be able to say these are the values, the principles, the core things that are going to raise our children to become that which God has called them to be. Yeah. So a woman being in the home is something to be celebrated and championed. Yeah. There is, on TikTok women who are full-time wives and they stay at home and I scroll and I read through those who have said amen receive it in Jesus name. It's a good thing, listen, let me tell you for free, labor work is no easier, especially in this country. So if God blesses when God blesses you with a man that he said, they need relax. And they got um You don't have to work. It's, it's a blessing. Blessing. Jemima, show me your hand like this. Those hands are not made for work. Those hands are made for enjoyment. She can't look like this and then be walking. It's not the call for God. It. So it's important to understand the woman is powerful and it is in the home where a child is raised. It is in the home that would wake up at 6am every morning without fail. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Lord. I know you come from heaven above. The Holy Spirit is on the throne. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Lord. every morning without fail. Saliva across my cheek. Eye bulky hanging from my eye. See, my you sleeping? No, mommy. Good morning. I oh, yeah, read the Bible. What does the Bible says? In 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 the b- b- beginning but that is the foundation of who I am today greatness starts in the home and so it's important that as a society we do not believe the lies that have been projected by the enemy to confuse us and trick us into believing into society's demands because let me tell you something the only only one who benefits from the woman being out of the home is the state. Because they're collecting the woman's taxes for their own agenda. The state will plug your child in a school and have you working from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. just so that they can indoctrinate your children with the values and whatever it is they want to brainwash their child with. And that's when kids will come home and say, mommy, how comes there's 1,000 genders? And if the mom's not able, or the father's not able to pay attention, ah, what are you talking about, which one is gender? Is it not male and female? And dismiss the child. Only for three, four years later. Mommy, I want to identify as Ben Green. (laughs) (laughs) And then you say, how did my child get here? But it's because the state raised the child and you didn't. And so there is power in the woman being in the home. I want us to touch on this very quickly. And I want us to understand something. There is so much power in the love of a mother. What God has intrinsically placed in a woman is so powerful. So I want us to open our Bibles very quickly to 1 Kings chapter 3. And we'll read from verse 16. Very, very powerful scripture. The Bible says now two women who were harlots came to the king and stood before him and one woman said oh my lord this woman and i dwell in the same house and i gave birth while she was in the house then it happened the third day after i had given birth that this woman also gave birth and we were together no one was with us in the house except the two of us in the house and this woman's son died in the night because she lay on him. So she arose in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while your maidservant slept and laid him in the bosom and laid her dead child in my bosom. And when I arose in the morning to nurse my son, there he was dead. But when I had examined him in the morning, indeed he was not my son whom I had borne. Then the other woman said, no, But the living one is my son and the dead one is your son. And the first woman said, no, but the dead one is your son and the living one is my son. Thus they spoke before the king and the king said, the one says, this is my son who lives. And your son is the dead one. And the other says, no, king, your son is the dead one and my son is the living one. Then the king said, bring me a sword. So they brought a sword before the king. And the king said, divide the living child in two and give half to one and half to the other. Then the woman whose son was living spoke to the king. For she yearned with compassion for her son. And she said, oh, oh, my Lord, give her the living child and by no means kill him. But others said, let him be neither mine nor yours, but divide him. So the king answered and said, give the first woman the living child, and by no means kill him. She is his mother. And all Israel heard of the judgment which the king had rendered. And they feared the king, for they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to administer justice. When we read this scripture, we focus on the wisdom and the, Ability of the king to navigate such a complex situation. But very rarely do we talk about the heart of a mother. The love of a mother. The love of a mother that she has towards her child, that she will do anything at every cost to preserve their child, their well-being. When I was young, I remember my mom working free cleaning jobs just so we could eat and have food on the table. There was a time myself and my sister sat down and my dad was eating ban okra, for those who know. And I remember this vividly because I couldn't fathom it, even though I was terribly young, probably the best part of four or five years old. And me and my sister said, Daddy, we're hungry. And he said, ah, is it your mother coming home? A mother loves her child to the extent that she will give her all. That she will sacrifice her life, her well-being, her capacity. Moms will change jobs for their sons. Moms will change where they live for their sons. Moms will put their entire lives on the line for their children, for their sons and daughters, that they may have a better life. Most of our parents, first generation, or we are first generation um, citizens, out of the abundance, I remember when Reverend George sat me down and he said to me, Tim, when I came to this country, I only had 150 pounds. Most of you in this room, think of all the knowledge you have. Some of you maybe even have 500 in your account and you're saying, I'm on my last, I don't know what to do. Imagine coming from another country with only 150 pounds, navigating, living, food, your wife. Ooh. The sacrifice of a mother. The the, the the labor of love of a mother. A mother will give her everything. When I went to university, I remember getting in the vehicle. My mom said to me, Tim, I don't have money. I don't have anything to give you. But one thing I do have for you is my prayers. One thing that you cannot test or play with is a mother's prayers. The prayer that a mother will pray, let me tell you the truth, is different from the prayers that a father will pray. I am not a father yet, but let me tell you for free, from the way I've raised my dog, I'm already getting an indication of what kind of father I'll be. I already know. My dog is roaming around the house, oh Tim, is hungry, him And he said, man, leave him, it's okay. He's hungry. One thing that even shocked me. One time we were in the house, this was on a Sunday, we came from church. I cannot believe that we had come from church as a family and my mom could say such a thing. She said that, I said to her mom, do you know, it's as if, for years, you haven't cooked for me. All you do is prioritize Caesar. The dog is all you care about. She said, yeah. <laughs> the dog is my only priority. You you can go and cook for yourself. But Caesar, ah, I can only imagine how he feels when you don't walk him in the morning. And he wants to go and be with you. You can go to the toilet. He will be waiting. He will be looking. <laughs> oh, no. Why didn't anyone say, oh, Tim, you haven't eaten. God will forgive you in Jesus' name. The love of a mother holds no bounds. And it's important that we begin to understand that the honor that is due, both her mother and father is given to them. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 20 verse 12, that honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long, upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The place in which you're going. Before you can get to that destination. You need to honor the place in which you came from first. In order for you to progress and be successful. The Bible says honor thy father and thy mother. The sacrifice, let's be honest, if we're calling the spade a spade, especially in our generation, our fathers would have been outside working, but it was our moms that were working, that were in the house, that were tending to our needs, that were in the school, that were in our education. All the issues and all the rubbish of your school reports, it was your mother that handled all of it. Our moms need to be celebrated. They need to be loved, they need to be valued, they need to be appreciated. Because I want you to understand that the work of a mother, only a mother can do. I'm telling you, I do not, I've understood and I've accepted my realities as a man. Number one, I will not be multitasking anytime soon. I won't. It's only a woman that will carry the baby, mixing the wool be on the phone, I'm here now. And she'll be able to travel all four, five, six, seven activities at once. But a man, when I'm watching football, I'm watching football. There is no room to be talking to you whilst watching. What, What kind of watching am I watching if I'm talking? We are one diamond. So a woman is to be valued. There was... A wonderful statement made by Agatha Christie. And we'll close and we'll rise up onto our feet on this note. It says, a mother's love for her child is like nothing else in the world. It knows no law, no pity. It dares all things and crushes down remorselessly all that stands in its path. You know a child can do the most gravest of sins. And it could take him to the highest of courts. But you know who you'll find right there with him in that courtroom. is his mother. Through thick and thin, through highs and lows, You know, sometimes I look at a mother and it's like her commitment to the child is like that of wedding vows. Through sickness, through health, through richer, through poorer, your mother will stand by your side. So I want us to rise up onto our feet and I also want the young men in the house to just come forward.